I really want to grow my 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 name and my brand on LinkedIn. You know, what, what sort of things do you hear a lot of? Um, I think it's what I see more than what I hear. Mm. People have all different excuses, but I think that it all came, comes down to that one universal truth, which is that the thing that is most in the way of people's success is always themselves. Hello and welcome to the Mind to Lead podcast. I'm Georgie Hubbard and I am on a mission to help you live a level 10 life. If you want to live an extraordinary life, a life full of passion and energy, of joy and abundance, then this is the podcast that teaches you how to do just that. Through my conversations with some extraordinary leaders and my own life experiences, I come to you weekly with all of the teachings, and steps you need to take your life to the next level. So if you are ready to develop the mindset it takes to lead, then this is the podcast for you. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Mind to Lead podcast. And today I am super excited because I have been following this beautiful lady for a while now. She has inspired me to create and develop my own LinkedIn profile. So her name is Karen Tisdall. Karen, amazing to have you here today. Thank you. It's so wonderful to be here. You've had so many amazing people on your podcast. I feel very flattered and super excited to be with you, Georgie. Yeah, well, thank you. Well, look, I really wanted to get you on because I think now more than ever, people are starting to think about updating their their LinkedIn, their resumes, you know, the, the restrictions are slowly being lifted from everything that we've been going through for the last sort of, you know, few months. And now it's really time to think ahead to the future and what people can be doing right now to really stand out in what's going to be quite a crowded marketplace. So before we get stuck into that, there's lots of exciting things I want to cover today. Can you just give the audience a little bit of an intro into who is Karen, your background and what's brought you to where you are today? Absolutely. Um, so like yourself, actually, um, I used to be a recruiter. So I was a recruiter for 14 years. Um, I started using LinkedIn as an early adopter in 2005. Yeah, I am that old. <laughs> and I started using it to headhunt people. I realized pretty quickly that how you show up online matters so much to your career and so much to your professional success um, that when I went on maternity leave in the last GFC, um, about a year in, in 2009, I started writing LinkedIn profiles and mm-hmm. I now do LinkedIn profile writing and I also do LinkedIn training. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And what, yeah. what, what do you, what do you love about the platform? Like, cause, cause it, it, it's evolved so much. Right. And, and I, and I say, you know, when I first started using LinkedIn, cause I was an early adopter as well, it was literally just a sort of a B2B platform, you know, people getting on to find jobs and things, but it evolved so much. So I'd love to get your sort of view on how it's changed and kind of why it's sort of becoming more popular these days. Yeah. Um, well, actually, we've noticed a massive increase in LinkedIn activity just in the last few months. So, you know, in this COVID shutdown time, um, LinkedIn increased so much. And the stats vary depending on who you listen to. Mm. Um, but Think Social actually um, suggested that likes and comments on people's posts had increased by 76% mm-hmm. and others have replicated similar sort of statistics. So, um it has increased in popularity and I think that is because gone are the days of having a network, 
where, you know, you only, you know, you've got six buddies you play golf with mm-hmm. and they've all got your back. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays, it, you know, we're meeting so many more people than our parents and our grandparents and it's really hard to keep in touch with everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm originally from Perth. I lived in the UK for a few years. Um, my parents are British, lived in Melbourne for a few years and now I'm in Sydney. You've got an accent too, Georgie, mm-hmm. so you've also moved around. And so we meet lots of different people mm-hmm. as we move jobs and as we move locations. And LinkedIn is the place where you can keep in touch with everybody you've ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just automatically updates with all of their contact details. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it's increased because mm-hmm. we realise that, one, how our digital footprint matters. Mm-hmm. We know that that impacts our success. Mm-hmm. But also how do we keep in touch with everybody mm-hmm. and make sure that they remember who we are? Yeah. LinkedIn's the place for that. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you touched on something that's really important and something that I'm also really passionate about. You said how you show up online matters and has, you know, is, is really important. So if you're, so say someone's listening to this right now and they aren't on LinkedIn or they are using it, they're probably not utilizing LinkedIn as best as what they could, what advice would you have to just get started on, on this platform? That's such a top question. Mm-hmm. I think that is the best question because most people don't utilize LinkedIn as well as they could mm, you know agree. most people you know that you know everybody like myself you're you're really interested in people it's what I love most about your podcast um, and it's also what made me a little bit nervous about your podcast <laughs> because you really dig deep into who people are you know I'm also really fascinated by people and um, you know we are all each unique people with stories to tell and things to share and yet so many people hide their light mm. um, you know, they have profiles that look just like everybody else's. They use the same language. And I think it's it's important to really look at who you are and what you offer and why you do what you do mm-hmm. and make sure that you capture that in your profile and make sure that you're proactive in connecting with people and also commenting. And if you're feeling that next level confident, creating content Mm. so how important is that sort of whole bio is is that sort of really is that sort of the the key here when people sort of start a new uh profile to get that piece right it is important because that's how um when people want to really know you that's the bit that they go to Mm -hmm. but i would argue that the most important bit is your professional headline Mm -hmm. and that's the bit that sits underneath your name Mm -hmm. And the default is your position title. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of people are realising that that's their position title and they're typing over it with something that is their professional label, how other people know them. Mm -hmm. But they're not utilising all those 120 characters. You've got 120 characters, including spaces, Mm -hmm. um, and a little bit more on mobile. So I think it's so important to make sure that you've got keywords in there Mm -hmm that really capture who you are, Mm -hmm. both from a relevancy ranking point of view. So when somebody is putting your name in the search bar Mm -hmm. or using Google X-ray to search through all of the LinkedIn profiles, but also it's really important in terms of when you're remembered. So when you're commenting on things, people see your professional headline, Mm -hmm. it follows you everywhere. Mm -hmm. So yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. The about section is important, but I think that just having some keywords in that professional headline mm-hmm. and of course activity you know mm. I just most people don't connect to everybody they know yeah um and that's 
Mm-hmm. Counter, you know, it, it seems counterintuitive. People think that, yeah, I need to be on there, I need to be on there, but then they don't connect to everybody. And mm-hmm. um, and I just think a weekly habit of once a week, every week, who do you speak to? Mm-hmm. Who do you know? Have you connected to them? Mm-hmm. You know, as you've said in your podcast before, habits mm-hmm. are powerful, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and, and I'm curious to know because obviously I've started posting a lot more on LinkedIn in the recent sort of six months, as I'm sure everyone's seeing. And and look, it, but I'll be honest, um, it was a journey for me and it really took, you know, I actually get this quite a lot and I'm sure you do too. Like, you know, how, how where did the courage and the confidence come from? Because it is, you know, when we start to put ourselves out there, you know, you do get people who, you know, are quick to, to comment and you know and I think that's what holds up fear is what holds so many people back from putting their self their selves out there which is so wrong because as you just said everyone's got their own light everyone's got their own unique gift to give to the world so what what's like a common blocker that you come up against as you know if someone says well I really want to grow my 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 name and my brand on LinkedIn you know what, what sort of things do you hear a lot of yeah um, I think it's what I see more than what I hear. Mm. People have all different excuses, but I think that it all came, comes down to that one universal truth, which mm. is that the thing that is most in the way of people's success is always themselves. Yeah. You know, it's that people don't have that courage. Um, and as when it comes to that courage piece, um, I actually, you know, I have no judgment on people not having the courage to put themselves out there. Um, because it's something that I myself really struggled with too. Mm. I have grown my courage muscle. Mm. I have grown my confidence. And that's taken me, um, that's taken me, I mean, I've been on platform since 2005, but it's really only been the last 10 years of producing com- producing content week in, week out that I've really grown that confidence so that mm. now, you know, I've put videos up there on LinkedIn and um, somebody once said to me, um, <laughs> said in a comment on my own post the woman in this post is most unfortunate looking oh, <laughs> oh my god so but my confidence has developed and my yeah. courage has developed to the mm-hmm. stage where I'm like oh my gosh that's hilarious mm. um as opposed to you know oh that's so terrible I should never post again so I think you know that's where I've grown over 10 years and I think that we all need to remember that courage is it is a muscle, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just about, you know, just like you um, might have more confidence going to a party if you bring a friend with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think if you go, well, I need to be on LinkedIn and I need to be connecting with people who I don't know, start with people you do know. Mm-hmm. Have you connected to everybody you know? Mm-hmm. Have you then looked at people that they know? and said, Look, hi, you know, we just met once, um, you know, at this networking event. Uh, I'm, you know, don't know if you remember me. Hope we can connect here. And then just start sort of growing your, okay, I don't, you know, we've never met before, but we work in the same industry. And just sort of growing your confidence muscle by just mm-hmm. stretching it a little bit all time. You know, each time I think so many people think that they need to jump from here to here. You know, they need to jump from anonymity to, oh, I have to be an influencer. Mm. And I think there's a lot of little steps between. And I think just like everything in life, if you just take those little steps and just say, you know, go me, I commented. Yeah. <laughs> go me, I posted a post. Go me, I posted a, po- a video and somebody told me I was most unfortunate looking. Yeah. How hilarious. Um, you know, I think it just happens over time. Mm-hmm. So don't you think? I mean, how's your oh, journey been? Well, I, I completely agree with that. And I, I always have a, a thing now where, 
hurt people hurt people, right? Now, if somebody and, and I look, I'm I'm actually very grateful. I haven't had I haven't had a lot of hate actually, which has been which has been amazing. But I know a lot of people have, and you know, and and they'll get that one bad comment of some 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 negative person who's obviously not in a good place in their life and it will stop them then from ever posting again I just think that's really really sad and I just think that when it comes to let's call them haters or trolls or what you know different names but you've I actually have empathy I go oh what is happening in your life that you've taken time out of your day to comment a nasty thing on on my post where I'm trying to do good in the world God, that's that's really sad. I feel really yeah. sorry for you, and I just I feel think, really sorry for you. yeah, yeah absolutely. and and yeah. I like I'd love to hear what you what went through your mind because it does hurt. And yeah, I've I've had some comments, you know, before on not actually so much on LinkedIn. I think that's a bit more of a professional platform, but on Facebook and Instagram, you know, or you know, what do you know, and who are you, who do you think you are? And it's like, you know, that if if I had let those comments really you know, if I had overplayed them in my mind, I, it could have knocked my confidence, but it didn't. And what, what did you, what did you do when you got those negative, we got that negative feedback? Like, what did you tell yourself to like overcome it? I'm really lucky because LinkedIn is such a professional network. So mm. every time somebody comments on something, you can see their face, mm. you can see their professional headline. And then if you click on their profile, you can see the university they went to, where mm. they work, where they used to work. Mm-hmm. So because of that, I think it's that that actually makes the the platform, some might say a little bit more bland, a little mm. bit more vanilla, Um but it also keeps it a lot safer from trolls, you know. Mm. So so the trolling that I've received recently where somebody told me I was most unfortunate. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I seriously. And then I, and then I said I clipped it and I sent it to a few um, influencers who I know really well and said, oh, my gosh, somebody's told me I'm really most unfortunate looking. How hilarious. Um, and they were, like, outraged. They went back and they then commented on that person's yeah. comment, which made that comment rank even higher. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know, hilarious, which again, the irony of that made me laugh. But I think, um, you know, for me, the trolling has just so been so rare that, um, and it is so unusual on LinkedIn mm. um, that, you know, I can count the times it's happened on mm. one hand. And when I'm counting the other times it's happened, it's when somebody's disagreed with me. Mm. And of course, disagreement's always great because mm. that's where you know, that's where you learn a different perspective Mm -hmm. and you can grow as a person. So Mm -hmm. I I have no issue with people disagreeing with me, but sometimes it's felt like people are, you know, oh, well, you know, did you hear this directly from Mm -hmm. LinkedIn? I'm like, well, no, but, um, you know, so sometimes I've just thought, are they trying to undermine my credibility? What's going on here? Um, But it has been so rare. And Mm -hmm. I think that's what's great about LinkedIn, you know, is Mm -hmm. that you can see who people are. And I think also... It's also that aspect that people can see where you're working or where mm. you used to work that also makes people not comment on things. Mm. Oh, but if I comment, am I representing the company? Mm. And I think people think that and they're not. And I just mm. really urge people, you mm. know. Yeah, absolutely. Does that make sense? Yeah, 100%. And actually, you've just touched on something quite, I think, really important there as well because um, do you, I, I found this a lot so there's there's obviously people who do work for larger corporations who perhaps want to put themselves out there but you know I feel oh I, I, but I work for this company therefore you know I've got to in line with that company brand so how, how do you go about sort of saying to somebody well you, you know 
yes, okay, you work for this big corporation, but it's still okay to have your own identity. So what what advice would you give to someone who starts wants to wants to be on LinkedIn, wants to sort of start putting out content and, you know, showing up a bit more, but is a little bit nervous and and even perhaps because I know that when I went from recruitment to now sort of talking more about, you know, the mind and, and the body and things I'm really passionate about, there was a little bit of like a maybe a disalignment to start with. But, you know, it, it's it's all about, and you said at the start before we jumped to this call, the more you try things, the more you kind of realize who you are, what you're passionate about. So how important is that piece and what advice would you give to somebody who is just wanting to start but is a little bit nervous to start doing it because they do work for a big company and they've got a few restrictions? Yeah, absolutely. I think working for a big company, it's really important to look at, I typically will show people other people's profiles and say, you know, let's have a look at Bernard Salt. Mm. Um, Bernard Salt is a really well-known, um, amazing writer, um, you know, and an amazing public figure. And he works at KPMG. So he produced posts. His personal brand is really good. You know Bernard Salt as Bernard Salt. Mm. You know Sheryl Sandberg as Sheryl Sandberg. You know her for um, her feminism and her championing and her, her lean in. And then when she wrote that um, beautiful book with um, Adam Grant about uh, when her husband died. So she's not talking all the time about being the CEO of Facebook. You know, mm. she's not, that's not her brand. She's talking about her. Mm. So a really great story as well is, um, you know, when I was in a, at an event once and um, somebody, uh, I was talking at this event and um, after the event I spoke to somebody who's quite big on LinkedIn, um, Christian Stevens actually, and somebody came up to Christian Stevens and said, you know, wow, you know, you're really amazing, Christian, you know, it's so great to meet you. Um, I'd love to work in your area. I'd love to work for your company. Your company's so cool. And Christian said, what makes you think my company's cool? And this young guy, big adoration in his eyes for Christian, who posts a lot on LinkedIn, said, well, you know, you work there and, and you're always posting on LinkedIn. So, you know, they must be great. Mm. Great story, right? Yeah. You know, so when clever marketers and mm. all companies know that when their people look great mm -hmm. they look great mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's just about making sure that you're talking about things that share your expertise if you're mm -hmm. a software developer um you know and you're talking about you know tech without disclosing any sort mm -hmm. of secrets about you know i want to launch this next mm -hmm. you know but you're just talking generally about tech because you're really interested in software development mm -hmm. you're showcasing your expertise mm -hmm. you're making yourself redundant proof in that if your role does disappear if you're one of the people you know who's a victim of of all the terrible redundancies that are mm -hmm. going on you've already got that professional reputation mm -hmm. where instantly get snapped up mm -hmm. and you're also making your company look great yeah absolutely absolutely let, let, let's talk to that actually as well because I do think that that you know like I said at the start LinkedIn is a really good platform now for people to start getting on if they have lost their job or start really upping the the content that they're posting so you know obviously I I own a recruitment company and the first thing we do after we've received someone's resume is then go onto their LinkedIn profile it's just kind of part of the practice right so what advice would you give to people um, that are out of a job right now who are going to be starting to go back into interviews, applying for jobs, you know, knowing that recruiters and, you know, HR look at people on LinkedIn, 
how can they optimize their profile? What can they be doing to really stand out in a crowded market? Absolutely. Um, what they can do is have a look at their profile, not from how they see themselves. So how do I think I look to myself, mm. but how would I look to people who are looking at my profile? And that sounds like it's the same, but it's actually quite different. Mm. Um, so making sure that it's quite conversational and thinking about what are people who are who you'd want to work for, what would they look for? Mm. What are their keywords? So if, for instance, your last job, um, you were, uh, what do they call it, um, head of first, first impressions, you know, and your actual job was receptionist, nobody's going to put director of first impressions in the search bar. They're yeah. going to put in receptionist. Yeah. So have you actually got all your professional labels mm. in your professional headline? Um, and are there multiple ways of describing what you do, as in multiple keywords? And have you captured them all? So looking at the job adverts, what are the job adverts asking for? What are the keywords in those job adverts? Have you got that in your about section? Have you got it in your professional headline? Have you captured all those skills? You know, if your job adverts are all asking for somebody who's amazing at um, creating pivot tables or, or financial modeling, have you actually got the words financial modeling in your skills? Mm. Um, you know, and just making sure that you've got an optimised profile and then making sure that you've connected to lots of people. Mm -hmm. um, it's really important to have at least 500 uh, connections so that that way you rank higher. Mm -hmm. If you have less than 500, you don't get ranked as high mm -hmm. in that relevancy ranking. So making sure you're connected to everybody you know mm -hmm. and potentially even reaching out to recruiters yeah. um, on LinkedIn, you know, mm -hmm. and really reaching out to organisations that you'd want to work for mm -hmm. and not hi, I'd like to work for your company, mm -hmm. but just gentle, gentle. Mm -hmm. You know, I see we work in, in the same industry mm -hmm. or long been an admirer of your company. I hope mm -hmm. we can connect here. Just those activities are really important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, I'm just going to jump in here and say that, you know, I, I get a lot of people trying to connect to me on LinkedIn every day. I'm sure you do as well. And I always connect to people who send me a personalized message. Yeah. That the, How important do you think that is? Because you must get connections to connections, but just, just people who just take the time just to write a, few, a little sentence, like what's your thoughts on that? Um, I am absolutely comfortable. Um, and if any of your listeners are mm -hmm. listening to this and going, oh, I've just sent her an invite and I didn't personalize it. I'm absolutely okay with that. I'm very fine with people just going connect, connect, connect. Mm -hmm. um, and the reason why I'm okay with it is because I think that a lot of people don't realize um, that it, it is important to build touch points. Mm -hmm. You know, we all think that as individuals, we will know that we are special and unique and we all think of our world through our eyes. Um, but I think one thing I learned pretty early on in my life, you know, as somebody who's um, remarkably average height, looks, weight, um, I don't think I'm very unfortunate looking, I think I'm very <laughs> unremarkable. So I think it's something I learned quite early on in my life is that it's quite easy to forget people. Mm. And I'm the sort of person who looks like every second person you know kind of brownish hair caucasian like oh yeah you know so um, nondescript eye color you know so i think um we we all think we're memorable and actually in truth we're not mm. not in an environment where people are meeting so many people so sending a personalized invite to connect even if you know the person it's like a wave across the street you know you're on one side of the street Georgie I'm going the other and we've just recognized each other eye contact quick wave mm -hmm. that's what it's like mm -hmm. and um, 
and a DM is where we've almost sort of stopped and talked for a few seconds, mm -hmm. you know. So I think it's just so important to see people crossing the street mm -hmm. so that you're just triggered. Oh, yeah, there's that person. Oh, there's that person. And if they're creating content um, that's along a specific line, um, if they're account an accountant, if they're always talking about accounting, then you go, oh, you know, there's Georgie mm. accounting, you know, like for instance, yeah. you know, so I think it's important again, that alignment. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. And it's really interesting. I think that the way that the world is going, if you aren't online, you won't exist. And one thing this pandemic has definitely, I think, encouraged a lot of companies to do is think more about their online presence. And, you know, Facebook now really to get um, any kind of views on that, you need to pay as you do on Instagram. Uh, you know, all, all these platforms are quite saturated, but but LinkedIn, you know, it, you can post something in it and have zero followers and still get a half decent engagement. So, do you, I mean, what's your sort of thoughts on the platform and where it's going and have you sort of noticed the, the engagement drop off slightly or any sort of like anything that's coming that you might be in the know of that you can share at this point? Yeah, absolutely. So there's a few things there. Um, yes, um, LinkedIn engagement has dropped off um, and I'd heard this from a few people. They had said, you know, hey, I've noticed that my LinkedIn um, engagement has dropped off what's going on um, and then I looked at my own stats and realized that they were down mine are down by about 20 percent mm. um, I've heard some people say that theirs are down by 30 or 40 percent LinkedIn is saying that there's a lot more people on platform mm. um, so I think that it could just be the amount of posts that are just diluting the amount of comments mm -hmm. that are, we're all getting but at the same time other people are saying well comments are up so mm. You know, there's definitely, but I think the more people on platform, the busier it is and the harder it is to get into as many people's news feeds. So mm -hmm. I think that makes sense. Um, in terms of making sure that you have got eyeballs on, on, your on your content, I think it's just so important to always sort of keep your audience in mind, you know, mm -hmm. as, as I said earlier, you know, what is it that they're looking for and just making sure that you're thinking about that in terms of where it can go to. Um, I, I don't even have an Instagram account. Um, <laughs> I know I must be the only person in Australia who doesn't. Um, and I don't use Facebook either. But we also have to remember LinkedIn's free at the moment. Mm. So it doesn't cost anything to post. Mm -hmm. um, and that could change in the future. Mm -hmm. um, in the future, given that LinkedIn's lost a lot of money um, through a lot of recruiters not mm -hmm. using their recruiter light mm -hmm. um, subscription, they've frozen that and then not getting as many subscribers to that. And that mm -hmm. has traditionally been 60% of LinkedIn's revenue. Right. Um, it may be that they'll move to a pay to play um, function in future. Mm -hmm. So I think it's important for people to be posting now in order to get used to mm -hmm. posting and try and develop their audience mm -hmm. while it's not costing anything. Yeah. I also think um, if you're a job seeker, I would really urge you to um, put into the search bar um, the job title or a word of somebody that you might want to be, you might want to connect with and might want to work for, and then click on the filters and sort it by location. And then search on all filters and you can search by company, you can search by university and connect with everybody who was in your alumni. Mm -hmm. um, just using those filters I think is really important now mm -hmm. because I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of those filters moved to Sales Navigator, which mm -hmm. is LinkedIn's superior search platform. Mm -hmm. And at the moment 
they're all on LinkedIn Free and LinkedIn Premium. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to see better functionality in the future, mm -hmm. but I think that some of the functions are going to move to more paid mm -hmm. platforms. Mm -hmm. That's really interesting. I didn't think about that because yeah, obviously recruitment, you know, in the pandemic, people are hiring as much. So of course, you know, people have, you know, reduced their licenses, reduced the numbers. And yeah, like you said, that was 60% of their income. And, you know, obviously think it's a big company. It's got plenty of employees, so it does need to earn money. Um, so that's a really interesting thought. So I think that the message is like this, this is to really grow your brand, whether it be personal, whether it be like you, your business, you know, LinkedIn really is the one at the moment to be probably focusing on uh, and getting onto it now before all of these changes come in. So I think that's a really powerful message. And, you know, I guess both you and I, Karen, have, you know, really utilized LinkedIn, I think, you know, really well over the last six months. And it's, it's a platform that I really, really enjoy. And I'd, I'd love to sort of know what sort of good things have come out of you you know, starting to, to pr promote yourself more on LinkedIn, you know, what's sort of been happening for, for you yeah. from a business point of view? Yeah. Um, well, I've, I've been so lucky to have amazing um, clients who I've written LinkedIn profiles for. And uh, one of them um, years ago was a real um, game changer for me. So um, uh, he was a business process improvement um consultant so if, if he's listening now and it was about eight years ago and I said to him you know I only produce content about once a week because I don't want to get and I don't have my contact details all over my profile because I don't want to get more work I just can't deal with more work I don't have the time mm -hmm. and he said Karen like you are an idiot he said very nice words he's like the more clients you get through LinkedIn the more you can increase your prices I'm mm. like oh yeah you know so for me LinkedIn has been my sole funnel to grow mm. my business mm -hmm. you know and 11 years on now um you know it's amazing you know mm -hmm. I've, I've got webinars coming up with Telstra, Dicadata. I've had some huge um, medical companies where I'm training their employees on how to use LinkedIn mm. to grow brand footprint for the company, but also so the employees look great. Mm. You know, I'm working with a lot of amazing individuals um, mm. on how to improve their profiles. So I think that you can get so much work from it. And mm. for me, that's been clients. But if, if people are looking for jobs, if they are active on LinkedIn, just putting out a couple of posts a week, mm. if they make sure that they've got their contact details somewhere in their profile visible, not just in the contact information section, but I'd actually make sure that you've got contact info details in your about section mm. so that you're just flattening the path, just mm. making it really easy mm. for somebody to see how amazing you are mm -hmm. and see why you care about your industry, why you got into it, so that they can reach out and just say, hi, you don't know me, but I saw your profile, didn't mm -hmm. want to connect, but just wanted to have a chat about an upcoming job we've got. Just make mm -hmm. it easy for people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think as well, it's like people think, oh, I'm on social media, I'm showing off. And, you know, not like we just said then, I think everybody has got their own unique gift, their own message to send to the world. And for me, it's about being passionate about what you do, about your industry and, you know, I think that it's such a, just, just being online, having a presence these days, it is just like, it's so important for, for everything. And yeah, it's, it really is an opportunity to, to grow your business, to grow your brand. And 
only good things can come I think from just showing up every day and just just posting putting yourself out there and you know don't listen to the the naysayers and the people who leave you negative comments because as we said you know you're always going to get that it's always going to be negative people so I'm, I'm conscious of your time so I appreciate we've got other appointments to get to Karen so just finally um you know, what would be one piece of advice you give to somebody who, you know, wants to start an online profile and perhaps is just a little bit nervous, doesn't know where to sort of start? What would you sort of say, right, this is, this is exactly what I want you to go and do today. Go. What would you sort of say to them? I would say it's all about, life is all about habits. Mm. So I would give yourself um, you know, three to five days to set up your profile, just go through the prompts and just set up your profile, um, fill it all out, make sure it's in the first person, um, listen to Simon Sinek's mm-hmm. why video where he talks about why you do what you do yes. and make sure you've got an about section. It's got your contact details in and it talks about the problems you like solving and why you like solving them for mm. because everybody wants to employ somebody who really cares deeply about the problems mm-hmm. that they're not interested in. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I apply um, – and a tax accountant because he's really interested in tax and I'm so not, you know. <laughs> so, so just making sure that you're showcasing your real genuine passion and interest for what you do and what led you to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would do that for sort of set yourself sort of five days to do that mm-hmm. and then set yourself a week of, um, you know, <sighs> sitting on the couch while somebody else, you know, your partner's watching boring sport on TV or something. <laughs> and just sitting there and just just connecting with everybody you know. Mm. Um, and I would have a script in Microsoft Word. I would have something, hi, it's been a while since we've spoken. Um, I've just looked at my LinkedIn profile and I realised we're not connected. Um, I hope we can connect here. Name, phone number, mm. email, maybe your job title in there as well. Mm. Um, cut, paste, cut, paste, cut, paste, mm. cut, paste. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that sounds terrible, but you want to personalize those invites, like you said, mm-hmm. um, but you also want to be efficient with your time. Yes. You just edit it each time. And then the week after that, I would be looking through your newsfeed and I would be commenting on lots of posts, mm-hmm. continuing to add new connections, but just comment, 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 comment on lots of posts. Mm-hmm. Um, and where you can, adding value in the comments, like, oh, yeah. that's really interesting, that reminds me of this. Mm. And then the week after, putting your first post out there. Brilliant. And that first post, um, thinking of LinkedIn as a news site, you know, there is mm. on the home section, there is in your news feed. It's called news feed for a reason. Mm-hmm. So think about you could write a post that starts off how to, if mm. you're in cybersecurity, how to protect your business from um you know, the best firewalls to use, Mm. three top tips to do this. Mm. Um, You know, so think about it as news. What can Mm. I give people Mm -hmm. that will help them? Mm. Not how do I get a job, how do I get a job? But what what do I give? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because in in the giving, we will showcase our expertise. Sorry, Mm. that was a really long answer. No, I love it because it was so detailed. That is literally the blueprint to get online if you are looking to start a LinkedIn profile. So, 
Karen, it has been an absolute pleasure. I'm so pleased that we recorded this because I think, you know, it's really important as we go back into the working world now as these restrictions are slowly starting to ease and, you know, the job market is going to start to pick up again. You know, I it is going to be competitive. You know, you are going to go up against people and it's all about how can you optimize, how can you show up every day, you know, and and get the best opportunities. So I think that it was, it's, it's been such a valuable podcast for all of our listeners out there. Um, and I hope if you're listening you are going to take Karen's advice and uh Karen obviously silly question but where can people find you <laughs> Jeez, I wonder where yeah. I think it might be LinkedIn now, can I just say um if you are listening to this um my surname has got the weirdest spelling in the in the world hasn't it as somebody who's English usually it's usually Tisdale I'm actually Tisdale so it's T-I-S D-E-L-L, Karen okay. Tisdale. So please do look me up. Mm-hmm. Please do send me an invite to mm-hmm. connect. You don't have to personalize. Uh-huh. And Georgie, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I'm a massive fan. Um, oh. So thank you so much. It's a real pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. That, Karen, you've been awesome. Thank you so much. And I'll speak to you next week. Thank you. Fantastic. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Mind to Lead podcast. I really hope you got some great takeaways and key learnings from this episode. To help us spread the message, please give us a rating and leave us a review. We love reading your thoughts and your insights and your learnings. And look, reach out to me. Reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Georgie Hubbard. Reach out to me on Instagram. I'm Georgie L. Hubbard. Let's connect. I hope you have an incredible day and I look forward to speaking to you all again soon.